You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Core productivity in South Africa is a good thing, especially when it means that rands or rather hard currency is coming into the country. Now, Imperial Logistics is a company that has been in focus recently, and I received a piece from PSG Asset Management that said the following, Imperial Logistics will soon be put to a shareholder vote for a 12.7 billion rand buyout from Dubai-based DP World. The widely known African logistics company is one of PSG Asset Management's mid-cap South African investment opportunities, with the firm currently owning 7.5% of shares. According to Justin Floor, manager at PSG Asset Management. Imperial, he says, is a good business with an improved composition of businesses and a right-sized cost base, and so it goes on from there. I won't read any more. Let's go to the man himself, and that's Justin Floor from PSG Asset Management. You clearly feel that this is too cheap a bid. Hi, Lindsay. Yeah, good day to you and the listeners. Thank um, you. You, you. You're 100% right. I think the challenge we've got is uh, we're balancing two things. On the one side, we're very pleased that a, a credible multinational like DP World uh, is confident enough in the country and in some of our companies, uh, in Peril in particular, to, um, to consider an inward investment. And we, we, we welcome that. I think that's, that's great news for everybody involved. Yes. We also really like what management has done. So we've been very supportive shareholders. Um, the company's gone through a, a somewhat challenging period. Profitability has been below normal for a number of years. They've had to do some hard work right-sizing the South African business for the current economic environment. They've restructured a lot of um, global businesses by selling them, um, and uh, the balance sheet is in, was in, is in fantastic shape. So I guess, you know, all things considered, we look forward to the future with quite a lot of optimism. Uh, we, on behalf of our clients, would, would take a very long-term view typically in situations like this. And we've been saying for a while that there's some absolute gems on the JSE. If you're willing just to dig below the surface um, and buy companies that are perhaps not the index heavyweights. And so when we look at Imperial in particular, we like where it's going. We think earnings are still below normal. But when we get an offer like this, um, it, it, it kind of clashes a little bit with our long-term optimism. We actually think the offer is just too low. And as you would know, we have a, a very serious duty that our clients give give to us so that we take very seriously, which is to to vote on their behalf like owners. And um, and it's something, you know, we, 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 we intend on doing. I'd like to take a couple of steps back, if I can, Justin, and you have to explain to people that are not familiar with Imperial Logistics exactly what the company comprises. What is it? Sure. So simplistically, it's a, uh, it's a logistics company. So what they do is they, um, they operate and own supply chain assets. So if you think about this world that we're in, it's a very connected world, increasingly connected world, um, where uh, supply chains go across continents, across time zones, into countries, across borders. Uh, and you need a specialist skill set um, and asset base to actually service that. So, so what, what Imperial does is they, the, the easiest way to think about it is they've got three broad businesses, a South African business, a business in, in the rest of Africa, which we think is really the crown jewel. We think those are exceptional assets that they've, that they've built over the years um, with, with very large, I think, well-known multinational customers into, into, into Africa, places like Kenya and Nigeria. And then finally, they've got some European assets as well. And uh, the European assets, obviously, are probably 
it includes it includes some decent businesses in the UK. We think Pelletway is, is an example of a, of a good business, but some of the other businesses are maybe perhaps more average, but currently below normal in terms of their, 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 their earnings power. So, so that's kind of the high-level picture. Um, obviously, within that, it gets complicated in terms of um, exactly what they do. But I think it's, it's suffice to say that, that these are, this is an incredibly essential part um, of, of domestic and regional economies. And uh, it's really, if you, if you just had to imagine overnight imperial logistics just disappearing, yes. I think we'd all, be in a, we'd all be in a world of trouble. Yes. And, um, the way I look at lo- a logistics company, sorry, I look at it as logistics companies move stuff around. And if you have to move stuff around, it means the economy is, is picking up. When the economy is in the doldrums, people don't buy as much, people therefore don't sell as much, and therefore things don't need to be moved from place to place. So with the, with the global economy and hopefully the African economy starting to rebound, then Imperial Logistics will be well-placed to take advantage of that increase in economic activity. Correct. Absolutely. And I think that the other thing just to say as well is that the supply side has also been changing. So what you've seen is it's been a tough economic environment, particularly in South Africa. And a lot of competitors have underinvested, perhaps, um, or just fallen completely by the wayside or exited. And so you've got fewer competitors in many situations. Um, so the, the last man standing, as it were, in many cases, with, with as long as you've invested in your assets and you've maintained your customer relationships, uh, you're actually in a very, very good place for an economic rebound. Let's move now to DP World. DP World, I know, used to be just the Dubai Port Authority almost, but has expanded its portfolio massively over the years and is a really, really big player in the global logistics business. But just give us a brief, brief synopsis of DP World, and then we'll get to why they're looking at Imperial Logistics. So DP World, first of all, please. Sure. So DP World, I mean, so as you correctly say, it's a, it's a multinational um, also a logistics uh, firm and uh, business based in, in the Middle East. And they are expanding all over the world. Um, and I think quite a, a number of projects into Africa. Uh, you'll, you'll see they actually partner, as an aside, with Grindrod um, and some of its assets um, in, in, in Mozambique. So, um, so yeah, they, they, they know the, the market reasonably well, I think. And I think they, they, they see the opportunity that, that we see as well. I think we probably very much aligned in that respect. Mm. Other than that, we, we, you know, we, we, we're not investors in them, so we don't know them as well as, as we know Imperial. Uh, but from what we can see, they seem credible. They've got a good strategy. Uh, we actually think it's a, it's a great deal for everybody involved. Uh, we've just got a disagreement about price. We think the price is capturing too much of the negative sentiment that, is, that currently pervades our markets and our country at the moment. Why do they want it? 12.7 billion rand sounds like an awful lot of money and is an awful lot of money, but in DP World's world, it's not a lot of money at all, is it? Divided by the current exchange rate, which is fairly favorable right now compared to 18 months ago. But on the other hand, it is a drop in the ocean. Why do they want Imperial Logistics? <laughs> you can have to ask them that. I don't really. Uh, they haven't come out publicly with uh, with their strategic rationale. But certainly, when we when we look at it through the lens of Imperial itself, uh, we we can see quite a clear uh, strategic and financial case for for why they'd want this business. And I think the one, you know, I already mentioned that we think earnings are low and are recovering. So I think it's a good deal just from a, an investment perspective. I mean, clearly from a strategic investment. You, you're getting access to some exceptional assets uh, across Africa um, and, and a handful of, of, of good, decent ones in, in Europe as well. 
at a very, very good price. And the final piece is, if you remember, they are, they're coming into this with Imperial, that is, with a very, very strong balance sheet. They've disposed of, um, of their shipping businesses. And uh, they're poised to deploy that capital in a very accretive way. And in, indeed, they've done so. So they've, they've done a, a, a J&J um, acquisition, which is a, an, another pan-African private company. So, so that's all happened post the offer has been made. And I, I guess one of the, the challenges we've got is it feels like our clients are not getting much benefit out of those type of things at the, at the, at the stated price. Okay, Imperial Logistics then, uh, poised for greatness, as you've just imparted. Uh, you own 7.5% of, of the shares, so you're going to uh, be an, an, active, an activist shareholder. Uh, have you received support from other shareholders as well? Is it enough to exert an influence on this deal or rather this proposed deal? Yeah, Lizzie, we, we don't know. Uh, we're hopeful that um, other shareholders are also applying their minds and are taking a similarly long-term and balanced view. Uh, we are aware that, you know, that time is limited. So, so some shareholders may well disagree with us. They might, um, they might think the business is just fundamentally worth less, and, uh, and that would be a pity. But we, we've got to discharge our duties. Um, we, we hope, we're hopeful that uh, by raising awareness to this now through this, this type of forum that, that at least we, uh, we communicate why we think um, the business is undervalued. And, um, and that's really the, 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 best we, the best we can do at this point. So it's, it's, it's a very good deal uh, because it means that if, if the deal does go ahead at whatever price, money comes into South Africa. But the sad thing is that Imperial Logistics will presumably be delisted from the JSC Securities Exchange. Yes, yeah, it's, it's part of a, a, a fairly concerning trend mm. of, um, of of companies at this point in the cycle. I think private players and foreigners are, are realizing that our assets are incredibly cheap, and uh, and are snapping them up one by one. You know, you've seen uh, Pioneer Foods go. Um, you, uh, you've got you've got Imperial now. There's a number. There's a number more that I suspect we'll see over the coming months and years as well. So, so yeah, so, so it, is, it is a shrinking market, and I think. Um, and I think it, it increases uh, the necessity for for exiting shareholders to at least get fair value on the way out. Okay, what's the next step? Uh, obviously, there's some vote uh, coming up. What are the what is, what is the timeline? What are the dates? And what is your strategy from here on in? Yeah, so our process has been: we wanted to to just keep an open mind. Uh, we didn't want to be uh, presumptuous about these things. There's a lot that we don't know. So we've given the company the opportunity to, to, to justify the deal to us. You know, we've listened to all sides of it. And we've obviously had to make our own mind up at the end of the day. So where we are now, we're just in the final stages. Yeah, the vote will go through. Um, I think the vote is being held, as I understand it, on Friday. Yes. And uh, we, we'll, we'll hear pretty soon after that. So we'll need um, more than 25% of um, the shareholders at that meeting to vote against the deal. Um, and, um, and obviously that's... We, we are seven and a half, so we need a, a few more to join us. Yes. But, um, but if that does happen, then we'll see where we go from there. Okay. In, in, the, in, in, the, in the worst case scenario, or the, we actually think it's quite a good scenario of the deal going through and um, DP World walking away, we actually think the business is, is, is worth quite a lot just as it is, as, as management executes on its stated strategy, which we are very supportive of. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating sort of war of attrition, I think, here. I mean, 12.7 billion sounds like a lot, as I said earlier on in a, in a question to you. But uh, let's be uh, capitalists here. 
12.7 billion, what would you prefer it to be? If they came to you with 15 billion, for example, would you say, yep, that's fine, thank you very much, and we can find other opportunities in undervalued South African companies? What's your figure? We, we're not going to, uh, <laughs> if you don't mind, negotiate on, um, on the air like this. I think it's fair to say we think the offer is too low. Um, but at the same time, we are aware that you know, these things aren't scientific and there is a range that is acceptable. Um, but I think that I'll, I'll leave it as um, I'll leave it as as just higher than the current the current offer is, is kind of where we're sitting. You're very diplomatic, Justin. Thank you very much for your time. That's Justin Floor, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Asset Management in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.